Aaron, remember, you're the one that starts it. I know. I was listening to those sirens and waiting for them to stop. Mm. <laughs> I think they add something. Yeah, boy. Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. <laughs> and I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. Somebody call the awesome police. Never mind the bullocks. Here come the sex pistols. Uh, 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 uh. Hey, <laughs> that's hilarious. I just got that joke. Which one? Never mind the bullocks. Here come the sex pistols. Oh. Well, there's two things going on there. So one is like the bullocks is like the royal family, right? So it's like, forget about those people. Here we are. Mm. But also, bullocks and sex pistols are both like euphemisms for your junk right well like bollocks I mean, is specifically your balls and i'm guessing sex pistol means specifically your uh it's a gun your you pistol while you're having sex yeah right <laughs> you know, like for protection yeah it's a it's a it's an interesting type of prophylactic but it does work well you know you got to keep it like off on the nightstand or maybe under your pillow yeah because you're like hey i'm not sure what could go down right now yeah, and then you and if I need that. to defend myself, I want uh, twelve forty cal hollow points. You know what I'm saying? This thing's got a <laughs> hair trigger. <laughs> careful. <laughs> yeah, what, what, where are you going with this? I'm just saying, be careful with it because it has a hair oh, trigger. Okay, okay, yeah, that's right. So if you like grab it too hard, it'll just go off. It'll shoot, <laughs> and you don't want to kill somebody. Right. So be careful yeah. with that gun on your In nightstand. In fact, yeah, be careful with it on your nightstand. Exactly. Yes. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> How are I'm you? A gun. I have a gun next to my bed, but I have very uh, strict trigger discipline. So okay, mm. it's not a concern for me. Do you do you have, sure do, you do you like drills or like exercises? Triggered exercises. No, right. You, it takes like, a lot of practice. Uh, trigger discipline the... is just keeping your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Oh, okay. So it's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to. It's more, it's more just a question of uh, paying attention. Okay. All right. I like so what do you, what do you pack it in your nightstand? Uh, it's an XDM nine millimeter. It holds 19 rounds in the magazine, which is kind of insane. So it has a big sticker oh, on it. It has a big sticker on the Utah. box that says, you know, this gun is not legal in California. <laughs> Shooting. And it's, it's full of it's full of hollow points too, but I don't I rarely shoot. Shooting is fun Dude. and loading the what do you call that thing? The clip? <laughs> loading the clip. The magazine. You call, it, you call it a magazine. Loading the magazine sucks. So having like a really big one would be awesome. Yeah. You know that it takes longer to load it though. I know, right? but you can do it all like at once. It's true. You have to stop less often. We went to this we went to this handgun training that was like this four day out in the deserts. I think I've talked about it before, but out in the desert of Nevada in Pahrump, Nevada, which is like this town that's just outside of the County. So they can have uh whorehouses there. Oh yeah. I've driven through there. Yeah. It's called Pahrump. Pahrump. I think it has a PF at the end. Uh, No, I think it's just Pahrump. Pahrump. Like Pahrump, a pump, pump. It's just like there's a P A H R U M P, so it's just Pahrump. Uh Okay. Yeah, and and then on the last oh, the H R that that I was thinking. Yeah. So on the last day, there was like a zombie drill where you just get to keep shooting as much as you want because up until then it was very sort of like structured. And since <laughs> I had three mags that all had 19 in it, I was just like blasting. So that was pretty fun. It's like did you right. did you <laughs> learn your do the uh... throw it out the window? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Did you do the uh, uh, Mel Gibson lethal weapon where you like roll on the ground and shoot while you're rolling on the ground? No. Dude, that's dangerous. I've... No, it's not. 
Mel Gibson did it. I didn't drop my mags on the ground either because then they get dirt in them and stuff. Yeah, yeah and those it's like forty bucks a piece. That's stupid. Yeah, that's so. an expensive subscription. But what you could do is you could Dork. drop that. <laughs> so a clip. Here's here's some education for you, Aaron. A clip is yeah is like in a Gatling gun where the yeah the, the bullets are like stuck in like yeah well and I it's like it. the clip gets destroyed after you use it yeah yeah it just it's the just magazine is reloadable yeah. yeah yeah Aaron you coastal liberal elitist blah 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 I'm not <laughs> well versed in guns I will say <laughs> um why are we talking about guns ah the bullocks. Uh, yeah, because you said yeah, exactly. Sex pistols. Did we talk about sinusoid? Totally related. You know who we did not. The sinusoid. You know who is a straight shooter every time. Our sinusoid. listeners are gonna hate us for talking about sinusoid, and I don't care because we love them. Not the listeners, sinusoid, but also, <laughs> but also the listeners. <laughs> Some of them. The viewers. The viewers. Some yeah. of the viewers we love. Guys, just go check out Sinusoid. Sinusoid. They have cables and stuff. This episode is brought to you by Sinusoid and viewers like you. And also viewers who buy stickers. Yeah, buy some stickers, you guys. Buy some freaking stickers. So we can say, and viewers like you. Yeah, like DS. If if you didn't buy stickers, then disregard when I said that. I'm not talking to you. Viewers unlike And also, you lazy bum. This episode brought to you by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yep. Also, if you want to just send us money, six, 60 cycle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that isn't even that isn't even their email address. <laughs> send, it to, send it to thegearslum at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's been getting too buddy. That's a good place. Ryan lately. No numbers in there. I know. Yeah, barbecues. Oh man, pedals. I, I was. I really yeah. wanted to go to Ryan's house and have some ribs on Saturday, but I was unable. Can you drive yet? No, I can't even walk. When do you find out if you can walk? Um, tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, which tomorrow is, like, is that doctor's appointment? Tomorrow, which is like sixteen days ago, when people are listening to this. Yeah, right. After. <laughs> We're recording this on President's Day. Uh, nine days ago. Nine days ago, not 16. Trump Trump Day. It's Trump Day. Gosh. You can't call it President's Day. Is today President's Day? Yeah. It is. Or is, or is it Washington's birthday? Or is that the same thing? Uh, It's, I don't know. <laughs> today, is when, today is when President's Day is observed. Yeah. Hmm. President's Day observed. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So I so I scrolled through Jatipwa for a decent amount of time, like mm-hmm. through probably a hundred posts. You know. Wow. Yeah. And it made me not like myself or anyone. Is that else what you were doing group. last week when we were all when Bill and I were talking? <laughs> no, no. I was doing oh, this last before, episode. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing this before we recorded. Okay. Um, and you did mention decent, it last week, last episode. The only decent questions <laughs> is one guy asking if you would like electroharmonics pedals if they weren't so ugly, which I think is crazy because I think electroharmonics has some cool-looking pedals. I, they have two classes of pedal. They have some that are like powder-coated, which usually look good, and they have some that are like just... Screen-printed on the top, yeah. No, they're just like metal with like a sticker wait. on top. Oh, wait, wait. I'm, I'm thinking of a uh, other one. So, so like the new Canyons one came out, right? And it's like all white, and it's like nice looking. And I had like the Big Muff Nano, which is the same. It was like white powder coated, and it was like screen printed on there. But the Soul Food is just like a bare metal casing with a sticker on top. See, I thought it was screen printed. It I looks think, like it's like I think it's, it's screen printed on the Soul Food. But I get I, I get what you're saying. It looks Yeah, and it has that weird yeah, it might be screen printed, but yeah. still it does make it look cheaper. That's that simple difference makes it makes it So look I think cheaper. they have some that look good and some that are ugly. But it doesn't matter. And I'm sure that it that much. I'm sure that it actually is cheaper to, to do it that way. I'm sure it is. <laughs> like 
but it 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 shows like uh like an extra it it, it, it I think it looks cheaper than it actually is to do is probably what <laughs> yeah your point. I don't think it even so. I don't even care that it looks cheap I don't think it looks necessarily cheap I just think it looks ugly like it looks goofy <laughs> yeah like it it's looks like kind of it looks kind of DIY yeah but it does yeah that being said that's not the thing that like is my deciding factor when it comes to electroharmonics over like something else yeah yeah mine is more like they use crappy quality foot switches and a lot of their stuff and yeah and they they seem to break easily i hate their knobs too that's the thing that i hate i hate I their knobs because they're like so smooth but they all you also can't take them off yeah they're like glued mm. to the pot yeah and they break i mean it seems like i've seen a lot of electroharmonics pedals with broken knobs which i don't know if that you know, if you can blame the manufacturer, that's partially probably just because there are so many of them out there, you know. True, true. Mm. Numbers-wise, you're bound to see a bunch of them. Mm. But in terms of, like, actual design, like, I think their their designs are mostly cool. Yeah, like, like I don't know, cool. they're, more, they're more creative than a lot of pedal makers, I yeah. think. Like, the new Blurs is, I almost want to buy that just because it looks so cool. Have you guys seen that? Yes. Uh, yes. Rad. I have. It's like a. It's like pink, isn't it, with the green weirdness on it? It, it. It's like that, but it looks like those like '90s things where it's yeah, like it looks like like a garbage pail kid. It, yeah, it's like a brain exactly. Out. It's like an eyeball in the U, and yeah, it's rad. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? It was like late '80s. The like it was like skateboard manufacturer with the monster, yeah, the yeah. monster truck. That's what it makes yeah. me think of. I don't yeah. remember what that company is. I know who knows is Matt Waltz because he like said something about it. Like it looks like this, and everyone's like, "Yes," ah. and it's right. It does. Mm. But I so I think that one's like really cool. Um, I think the Pulsar looks really cool. That one like comes to mind. Yeah, um, I think the Cathedral looks okay, but I hate that pedal. Um, Why do you I, hate it? I have never played a Electroharmonics Reverb that I liked. Mm. Like I, don't I had, think I've tried any. I had the um, the Holy Grail for a while, the Nano version, um, and I didn't care for that much. Um, Those are pretty popular, then, aren't they? They're popular. A lot of people like them. I don't. I didn't like it. Um, I can't even put my finger on why necessarily. I just like something about the tone of it, like didn't jive with me. And I feel the same way about the Cathedral, although it's more versatile. Like it has a lot of options. Um, and I actually watched a video where that had good sounds, but the guy said it takes like forever to dial it in, and you kind of have to have different settings for each like style of reverb on it. Like you have to kind of tweak each one a lot. Um, Ugh. it does have presets, which is cool. So once you get it set, I guess it's good. But yeah, I could just I played with it for like maybe thirty minutes, and I couldn't find like a sound that I liked. Part of that may have been that there's just too many options to get a good sound. Okay, but like thirty minutes should be able to get a sound. So that that <laughs> reminds me, I'm considering trading my AC15 because I feel the same way about that. I'll sit down, like I'll leave the settings exactly how it was the last time I played, and then turn it on, and it'll sound different. And mm. and I feel like you know it mm. only I only love the sound of it like one out of every five times I play it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm considering uh, the other guitar. I kind of miss. And I think uh, maybe Adam Rohr asked about the gear that got away. Um, mm. Kind of missed that American Telly that I sold. And the other guitarist in my band has an American Telly, and he wants the AC15. So I might do a I might do a trade for that. Hmm. Is the is the American Telly like, that's way better on your end? No, I'd have to throw in cash. But oh, okay. okay. Is the American like... Telly the the one with the big chunk out of the finish? No, or it's, is that a different it's, one? It's different. He, didn't you have one that was like identical to that one almost? Yeah. So his this one is a two tone sunburst, and the one I had was three tone, which I tend to like two tone better, but um, it's a little bit heavier than the one I had. And it's a 2006, so it was before they changed the bridge and things. But it has the block saddles, which I like better. So I don't know. I'm I'm kind of up in the air, but I just never really. I've owned two AC15s, and and I just. 
don't play them enough. And I, I certainly don't ever take them when I play anywhere because I don't trust that they'll sound like I want them to, you know? And cause they're 45 freaking pounds. Yeah. They're really heavy. They're it's on paper. It's only a couple pounds heavier than the deluxe reaver, but it feels significantly heavier. I wonder really? if it's like distribution weight, like the way that it could it's be distributed. Probably part of it. I think the blue might be a heavier speaker too. Cause I put the Alnico blue in it. Ah, uh, interesting. Um, is this, is it, is the size different? Cause like when something's 45 pounds and like big, then it's, it just, it's just more cumbersome, right? It's a lot deeper. So they're basically yeah, like the I mean. same. They're basically like the same size from the front, but it's the AC 15 is quite a bit deeper. Um, it's not, I have become cumbersome. I don't know Sorry, what that on. is. Do this for What is this that's happening right now? Seven Mary 3. This is the part yeah. of the podcast where we sing Seven Mary 3. Yeah, I do not. I can't go down to the water's edge. <laughs> I didn't do it. I saw I who, know who did. did. <laughs> Thank you, Cole. I can't so, tell you how much I hate you right now. So, uh, everyone, all of our viewers, give me give me some feedback on what I should do there. Because part of me, like, the reason I sold my telly is because I have that telly master that I play more anyways. But I'm kind of falling out of love with the neck. The neck profile is, like, really wide and thin. Like, it's wide across the neck, and it's a, it's a thin profile, like, front to back. Mm-hmm. Kind of... It's not super comfortable sometimes, so I don't know. I should probably just get a new neck for it. Hmm. I don't know if I need two guitars with Tele pickups in them. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You need one with the tone turned all the way on and then one with the tone turned all the way off. You know what you need to do? You need to buy that, trade that for that Telecaster. Rip out the neck pickup. Get a new pit guard and wire it Esquire style. That would be pretty sweet. So then you have like the Esquire and your Telemaster. Yeah. Telecaster, yeah. Jazz. That Jazz actually Jazz. would be pretty sweet. <laughs> I think do he that. just changed his mind. But you know <laughs> what you should like, do oh. is tell him to keep the neck pickup like you don't want it. And then yeah, take yeah. that off the price. <laughs> and the pit guard. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. deduct that from the price. Thank you very much. It actually has like a hot rails in the bridge, I think, which uh, I don't know if I'll like. I haven't played it a ton yet. So we'll I'm, see. I really I'm like to probably buy a new pickup then. I really like just standard. And I have a couple of tele pickup sets laying around. Okay. Well, there you go. Sorry, I'm yawning. It's late. Been up for okay. a while. So that's that's my advice I need from the listeners. Or the other thing, my brother just got a Les Paul custom light, which is like uh, it's like a really thin body, mm-hmm. less Paul, but it has the body is like as deep as an SG kind of. Is it like a studio, <clears throat> like a studio type body? No, no, it's like it's significant. It still has a carved top on it and everything, but it's just well, I think the studio does too, doesn't it? Yeah, but the studio a studio isn't any thinner than a standard. It's not. No. So uh, this is like significantly, you know, it's like half an inch thinner. They it's like in 2015 okay. they made a model called the Less Plus. Mm-hmm. And it's it's similar it's to that, but it's okay. it's really light and comfortable. And I I played it last night, and it was it's making me want one of those now too. So who knows? I hadn't had gas for a long time, and now I'm starting to again. Oh, I, I thought you, a, for some reason I did that. Seemed like you're talking about like gas, like body gas. He's like, oh, I thought I was he was like, why about are you like, talking about that now? All of a sudden, <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought you was talking about like. Man, you know, I've wanted to buy these guitars, but I just haven't had gas haven't in my car, for a so while. I can't, I can't <laughs> go and get them because, like, I just haven't had gas for a while. So, no, actually, that's like one... I see ads on Craigslist, I'm like, man, I want to go pick that up, but I don't have any gas, so I can't go get it. I take the bus to work every day now, and it's crazy how much <laughs> money it saves on gas. Oh, do you really? Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. It's uh, it's probably Wait, also dude. crazy, like how much your bus budget has increased. Like, you probably yeah. spend way more on the bus than you used to. From zero I to spend like orders of magnitude more than I used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Used but to not spend... more than you not more than you spent on the gas. Yeah. I mean I get a deal through work, so our bus pass is only like fifteen bucks a month or something, or ten bucks a month. Nice. So but so yeah. it's like twenty five cents a ride. Well, no, you don't ride thirty days a 
month. No. Never mind. So, but it's two r- at least two rides a day. Aaron, do you want to ask for amp yeah. advice? Because I think you need to sell your eggnator. Um, what amp should I'm going to sell my eggnator? Um, because, well, so here's the thing. I actually I like it more than I did last week. Um, I go through phases. I'm kind of the same with you, like with AC15, where, but I like it about a half the time, and then I hate it like 25 percent of the time, and then the other percent of the time I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, but I had been playing it on the one watt mode for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it just breaks up too fast. Um, so I kind of put it on the 20 watt mode and like turn some of the levels down. Um, but you mm-hmm. lose some of the harmonics, right? When you're not pushing the tubes, the power tubes the same way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't right. know. Like I, I can't find like the happy medium. So what I want is to buy something else. Um, <clears throat> so eventually I I probably want to get like a, like a Princeton or a deluxe reverb um one of the reissues um that's not going to be for a while because i don't have money i gotta like get to that money um so what i was thinking is like getting something to hold me over in the meantime while still getting rid of this amp and like having a little bit of extra cash left over um so um i had thought about getting like a a low wattage like head um for like 100 bucks or so but i feel like that's going to run into the same problems um, so then the other option that I was thinking is maybe getting like, uh, some kind of like solid state amp that has a decent sound, um, just cause they're so much cheaper I can get. Cause what I really want, like I used to have, um, uh, de- uh, blues deluxe fender, the blues deluxe, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 40 Watts though. Yeah. So it was like super loud and it was huge. It has a massive mm-hmm. volume though, right? It has a master volume on the drive channel. Oh, that's right. Or on the, yeah. yeah and then so on the clean channel, it's just, it's like only a, it's only It's just volume. volume. Yeah. 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 It's just master Which volume. is how the reissues are. The, like yeah. the Princeton and Deluxe are. Which is fine though, because like, it sounds good at low volume still. Um, and especially yeah, but the that one Deluxe is, like, is way, is way bigger than it needs to be, I think. Yeah. If it was like... T- 25 watts and like smaller like there's a lot of empty space in there too cab wise i wonder like how how the actual amp part is laid out but yeah anyway so i like that amp a lot so i i think i prefer i prefer the fender sound because i like that it stays clean for so long and it kind of, it like compresses a little bit without overdriving um which i like and I like to get most of my dirt sound from pedals anyway because I tend to like drive sounds that are less like tube driven. So my big problem, my biggest problem with the Egnator is that I, I, I'll find an overdrive that I like and I like it at, when when I have the amp set up like perfectly. But mm-hmm. when it starts pushing the preamp, I don't like it. Like I don't like the sound of the drive on the amp, the preamp sound. So when the yeah. amp is like overdriving, like I don't like it. Hmm. Right. Which is well, like, it's that's, like it's that's why you want a tube amp to begin with. You know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so like sometimes I'll just plug straight into the because it has an effects loop. Sometimes I'll just plug straight into the effects return and like just hit the power amp. Mm. The only problem is like you have no control over the amp at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. but it sounds cool. Yeah. I'm bummed that I. Uh... I just sold that that orange crush and it was like mm. I mean it's not the the best thing in the world but yeah that's uh, something that I might like look into it had a tuner on it it had a headphone jack it would have cost so much to ship it though it wouldn't have been worth it <laughs> yes but uh I'm driving to uh Disneyland oh, you son of in a, a little bit and Disneyland I Disneyland is like three and a half hours from me <laughs> I could so just leave it. Would I you could rather... leave it somewhere, and That's then you true. could come and pick it up whenever you wanted to. That's true. But I you don't know where I would it. leave it. Well, my brother-in-law, yeah, lives and I sold it. Lives up there in Long Beach. So I did that. Like, I did that close. one time. I was, I had driven like an hour to buy that that when I bought that white Les Paul for the first time, and mm-hmm. someone who lived nearby needed some patch cables. And I had some extra ones that I was just going to give him 
but he wasn't available at the same time I was. So I just left him behind this bush <laughs> by, by where I bought the Les Paul and then took some pictures and sent him like the coordinates of it, you know, he, he, he went like four hours Geo-caching. later. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Geo tone caching. So he, 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 <laughs> he sent me a picture when he picked him up and stuff. It was pretty funny. That's funny. So yeah, you could do something like that. You know, the yeah, I I would totally do that with somebody that I absolutely trust, but, and that would make Craigslisting like so much easier. But the only problem is I don't know the majority of the fools that I'm buying or selling. Well, the only from, reason so. this works, I didn't know that guy either, but I wasn't asking for any money, so it's not like I, you know. It's yeah, not he's like, like oh, exchange. sorry, I can't be there, and you're like, you're like, fine, I'll just stick him in a bush, and you could go get him whenever you want. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Much how it went down. I like that. So, Aaron, would you rather have a combo or a head and cab? Um, so I had a combo before, and I have a head and cab now, and I think I would rather have a combo. I'm almost positive. Okay. I prefer the combo combo nation. Um, just for like ease of use, like such I know pain carrying two extra two things. Yeah, I yep. hate the only downside to combos in my mind is uh, or the biggest downside is the tube rattle. And I think maybe I'm more. Hmm. I just I notice it more than most people probably or like it annoys me more than it annoys a lot of people because I've sold like I sold that orange Thunderbird because I just couldn't handle how much the tubes rattled. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Can't you just buy those? um those little spring like thingies gaskets. that like yeah that like mount onto the chassis and then they've got like two two or sometimes three springs and some kind of like yeah they don't like... always they don't always solve it though sometimes it's the actual filaments inside of the tubes that are rattling you know oh wow yikes so i'm just i'm just uh easily annoyed at stuff like that i think does that wait does that like come through the speaker no, but if I'm like, you know, standing in front oh, okay. of it, playing in my room or whatever, I can hear it. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, like if you set. And that's why like it's not hand, a deal. Like if you set a bag of quarters on the top of it or something. Yeah. Like I only <laughs> hear it when I'm, you know, playing really quietly. Yeah. I see. And you're an acoustic engineer. So mm-hmm. you've got a professionally trained ear mm-hmm. to seek out things like that. Yeah, so like I had that that orange amp I was like going through with just a sine wave and just sweeping it through different frequencies to see where it was rattling. And then I was like figuring out exactly what was rattling. And on that one, it was the tube sockets themselves that were rattling quite a bit. And the tubes were rattling too. But yeah, it's a it's one of those things where it shouldn't be that annoying. But once you hear it, it you can't unhear it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So... Okay, so to everyone, tell Aaron what amp he should buy. Tell me right now. Yeah, Listen ready. My, my suggestion would be one of those Ibanez. And GoPro. My suggestion is one of those Ibanez TSA-15s. The, my only... I think about that all the time. My only thing is that I hate tube screamers. But you don't have to use the tube screamer. I know, but like... Like if it's there, I'm gonna to want to use it, and I hate it. But I also hated the drive <laughs> channel on the Delu- on the Blues Deluxe, and I liked that amp a lot too. So yeah, it's like not who, it's not a deal who uses the drive channel on their amp anymore? Yeah, unless it's like a high gain amp. Yeah, I love the drive channel on the Marshall DSL that I have. What are the new Fender ones called? The is it Bass Breakers? Oh yeah, I actually new, really like like I've played those and I really like them. Um, I feel like the 15 watt might be a good option. Um, and, yeah, and they made like a million different varieties. Like, yeah, so there's like, like a seven watt, there's a 15 watt, there's a 30 watt. I think that goes down to 18. It's like a 30 yeah. 18, mm. and then there's like a 45 watt one. Um, and I think all of them except for the 30 watt one come in a head or combo. Yeah, you and can get either. Light. They're pretty light for a combo too. Are they? Yeah, I, I picked one up at Guitar Center the other day and I liked it. I feel like I would be happy with uh, the 15 watt one because I really like the, it sounds good clean and I like the drive on the, the sound on it too. 
Yeah. I like I feel like Marshall esque, but not super high. Fifteen is like I and I, I don't have a I, I don't have a lot of experience with this, but I my assumption yeah. is that if you're doing um if you're doing church stuff, obviously you're gonna mic it. And if you're doing any small club stuff, fifteen is like that you don't need more than fifteen, right? I mean Unless you want like really loud clean then yeah, probably you're right okay yeah 15 watts um, like it serves most most like modern you know settings hmm. like if you're doing like super clean like pedal steel style country riffs you it might not be enough but yeah but if you're only playing at places that have a pa and you're always mic'd and everything then yeah, yeah totally yeah, but I think I, I wanna, for, for me that would like I would I don't need more than that. But if you're playing, I really like need a, to crank my my blues junior and just see like where where it gets me, like how mm-hmm. how far I can go because it does have a master volume, but like how far I can go with um. What do you usually have break that on like volume one? Like like three. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing is the change between three and ten, isn't that? There's a much yeah. bigger change between zero and three than there is between three and ten. Yeah. Yes. Right. 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 Yeah. Who? Like, who did we just lose? Like I've cranked up, uh, Aaron. I've cranked up <laughs> my deluxe reverb all the way, and it sounds pretty much like it does at like four. You know. Hmm. And it's insanely loud, you know, and it's only twenty-two watts or whatever. Yeah. I. I like. I like the idea of blues juniors, but since I got a deluxe reverb, like I can't, I think it's just the bass response, but I just don't like the sound of blues juniors anymore. Hmm. Like the, the deluxe has so much more bottom end and it could just what? be, a, I was going to say different. what speaker, uh, it just has like the stock Jensen in it, you know, that I think the bigger difference is probably the tubes, you know, EL 84 amps sound a lot different than, 6L6 amps. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, That's definitely going to be a big Yeah, Aaron, you might difference. you might just end up getting a Blues Junior or maybe you should just end up getting a Blues Junior. But I feel like now if I was going to get a Blues Junior right now, I'd probably get a bass breaker over a Blues Junior. Why? I don't know, like it has more options. Hmm. Because they're they're a pretty similar amp, aren't they? I I have no idea. I don't I don't I don't want to say one way or another because I I don't I really don't know. I know n- nothing about them. So the bass uh, breaker. Let's see here. They're both like they're both about the same price. Aaron, are you alive? <laughs> Yeah, it's EL84 power tube. So it's why am I muted? I've been talking this for like a minute and I did not know I was muted. I don't know. You liar. You've not been talking. No, I yeah, I did. I was saying like I would rather have the bass breaker too and then Cole said it right. No, after. you didn't. Yes, I did. You I didn't. swear. No, I did. you didn't. And then I was saying it's EL84, 12x7, 15 watt. They're very similar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, show of hands to all of our viewers. <laughs> How many no, of you heard Aaron? No one heard right it now? because my mic was muted. Right. Yeah, this fake is what news, I'm saying. Aaron, fake news. Aaron, fake news. Uh, I also think they look cooler. Like I really like the the gray tweed look on the yeah, breakers. It, they do look really cool. <laughs> they really do. The the whole fad I, I went like full bore into the into the blues cube fad, and it seems like that's kind of past. You don't blues you cube? don't see a lot of people. Have you did you guys ever play any of those? They came out a couple years ago and they were you know, they they talked about how they sounded just like a tube amp, but they're a solid state. I've played one like demoing pedals at Guitar Center. Yeah. So I owned one for a while and ended up selling it. And I don't know. Oh, because like, have you been to Guitar Center recently? Yes. They have this, They at least mine, the one that I usually go to, they have this new thing where like they have every boss pedal set up like on a station. Huh. And that's running through a blues cube. So it's like the Roland Boss yeah, demo yeah. station. Mm-hmm. 
That's pretty it's sweet. Like, it's pretty cool. Um, that's where I found out that I like the sound of the blues driver. Oh, okay. Like with yeah, the I game. Love, I had a I had a JHS modded blues driver that I really liked actually. Yeah, it's got a cool like almost distortion sound. Yeah. It's not bad. It's it's pretty ampy though, which is good if you like that, which I do sometimes. Yeah, honestly, if I was you, I'd look for like a nineties solid state fender amp. Yeah. With like no bells and whistles, you know. I wonder like because I know the Bluesbreakers are pretty new. I wonder like how readily they're available used and if the they're prices are any good. Yeah. I've I'm only seen a Bluesbreaker. I've only seen a couple of them pop up. And the and the price was pretty high and it sold pretty quickly. Yeah. So I think they're probably still relatively high. Seven watt. Should we go through some of these questions that our viewers gave us? Let's do it. The Facebook group. So these are questions that were asked about a week and a half ago now. Well, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Wait. Um, Should I tell my uh, trying to sell a guitar at Guitar Center story? Yeah. Yeah. The one that just happened? (laughs) Yes. No, I mean, the other day when I I told you guys about it. Yes, Phil. We know which one you're okay. talking about. Okay. So, <laughs> so I uh, went to Guitar Center with that Ibanez hollow body that I got, the art core thing. Um, and uh, I went in and, you know, just wanted to know. You know, I was thinking, ah, I'm sure that I'm not going to get what I want for it, but I'll just ask. So I put it up on the thing and I had my three-year-old with me, so we go to the drum room because he loves the drums. And I come back and ask the guy, okay, so what'd you find out? Randy. And he goes, Randy, yes, thank you. And Randy says, and Randy's like 19, but very confident. And Randy says, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I looked it up. Um, I can give you, uh, uh, I could give you 255 for the guitar, and that's uh, not the case. Uh, just the guitar, and then I also had the the orange crush with me. And he goes, and I could give you, um, uh, I could give you forty five for the for the amp, so you know three hundred out the door. And I was like, oh. And then um, I was like, hmm. And I started thinking about it. I was like, that's a sizable profit from what I paid for the guitar, anyway. Yeah, like it's not an amazing price for the amp, but it seems like a really good price for the guitar. Right. And then I started thinking, like I looked on Reverb and it's like, okay, they're they're asking more on Reverb for them. But it's like, okay, I I know that Guitar Center needs to make a profit, but I'm making a lot of money and not a lot. I'm making a, a chunk of money on it if I take this deal and I don't have to post an ad. I don't have to mail it or meet somebody in a parking lot somewhere and so um so play with my kid uh in the drum room for like 15 minutes then i come back and i'm like and i see randy and he's sitting at a guitar and he's playing and i go i go hey so i think i'm gonna take the deal and he goes okay well i just started my lunch break and he goes he goes find uh somebody else and i was like oh okay so i walk over to one guy he goes oh i'm sorry I'm busy. You're going to have to wait for Randy. And I was like, well, no, I'm not, I'm not going to wait for Randy. I just, I want to get out of here. You know, I've got my three-year-old with me. So he goes, well, you could talk to Matt, the manager. <coughs> I go, okay. So Matt comes over, he goes, oh, okay. Well, let me look up the price. And I go, well, Randy said it's two fifty-five, And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to look up the price. And I was like, all right. Okay, so I'm and I I was not thinking anything of it at this point. I was just thinking, okay, fine, whatever. So then he comes back and he goes, I could give you 160 for it. And I was like, what? But Randy said 255, and he's like, I don't care what Randy said. I'm giving you 160 for it. Look, and he shows me on the screen. He's like, this is what they're selling for. I'm giving you 60% of that because that's how we make money. And I was like, but Randy said, and my kid at this point is going nuts. 
because um, for some reason it took Matt like 10 minutes to look up the price of the guitar and it took Randy like three. Maybe that's part of the problem. Was uh, <laughs> sounds like Randy but, didn't really uh, sounds like someone expensive. didn't do diligence. <laughs> right. The bummer is I can't help but think if I would have just said, let's do it, Randy, that I would have gotten, <laughs> I would have gotten 300 bucks. You would have. And yeah, you think it would, you think I would have? Yeah, absolutely. You don't think that May- Randy like, would have gotten, I don't know. Well, maybe they probably had to get manager approval. That's what I'm wondering if that he would have gone. Well, now I've get, let me just check with my manager and that the, that, the manager, Matt, would have come over and gone, Randy, what the hell are you doing? No, you can't buy this for $255. Like, wh- yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I've never sold anything to Guitar Center, but maybe someone in the group can tell us what the process is. But I'd like to point out that in the space of like a month, we had Aaron buying a brand new pedal from Guitar Center and then <laughs> Phil actually contemplating selling some gear to Guitar Center. That was actually <laughs> December 27th. That that losing happened. all of our street cred. Oh, that was like two months ago, I guess. Because it was literally, literally the day before the accident. So, Phil, you saved yourself by not selling your stuff to Guitar Center. You saved yourself from being cursed and having yeah. you know, an injury like Aaron did. Yeah. <laughs> you saved yourself. Oh, no. Jeez, that's true. I think I, I absolutely would have done it if I would have gotten the profit I was thinking I was going to get. Well, yeah, but, totally, because that would have been a great deal for you. Uh, yeah, I would have gotten like. So, how much did he uh, say he would like, give you for it? Randy or Matt? Matt, the second guy. Matt said one sixty. Okay. That still seems like a lot from them. Like, how much did those sell for? I he was he was he showed me on on an eBay screen. And he said, look, this one looks just like yours. And it sold for, uh, it was like, I can't remember if it was 260 or if it was 250 it was somewhere in there. Okay. <clears throat> so maybe that's what he was looking at. Like, Randy was going to give you full price for it. Yeah, but I, I, I want to say. I think Randy's I've not, Randy, Randy's not going to do great at Guitar Center. <laughs> but I want to say, I've, like, Randy's been there forever. Like, I've, I feel like every time I go in there, Randy's there. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I wonder if he could have been like, looking look at like the, Randy. There's like a ton of different art core models. I wonder if he was just looking at the wrong model or something. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe he looked at like, cause it's, it's like, and, and they're stupid, like uh, star Wars robot names. Like it's like R five, three K. Yeah. Cause it's an Ibanez. That's an Ibanez. 20. And um, so uh, yeah, stupid star Wars. <laughs> I love Star Wars. I just think it's stupid to name your guitars after stupid Star Wars Star Wars robots. I mean, to be fair, I still haven't. I still haven't seen the new Star robot. Wars, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. We went and saw La La Land the other night. Oh gosh. Star Wars was an option, but we saw La La Land and how was it? I'm happy with that decision. It was good. Was it? My <laughs> wife saw it. I didn't see it. It seems like the kind of movie that I would like, though. To be yeah, honest, I like. So yeah, I think you're right. M- maybe like with one misplaced letter or number, it could be like the the difference of two hundred dollars. In which case, Randy just kind of <coughs> made a mistake. Um, but like it was super frustrating, and I was annoyed and frustrated. <laughs> but I still think, like you, even if you had decided on the spot, yeah, let's do it. I still think you probably wouldn't have gotten out the door. Like, I think there's more checks and balances in place that would have kept you from getting that deal. Probably it's, I think you're right. I'm sure that it it might be different with like, like cheap pedals or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's gotta be the case that, that the, some 19 year old kid working at guitar center doesn't have full approval to buy. Um, to just buy, you know, used gear. Yeah, I'm sure there's a limit on how much they can, you know, how much freedom they have. I feel like every Especially time I've sold a couple things to them, and it seems like every time it's like one person that I deal with only, like one at a time at least. But again, but like the same might... one person, right? Not every time. No, but you're just saying oh, they see, see you through saying. from the yeah, front. Like, yeah, start. like I don't deal with multiple people each time. 
So maybe you would but, have. But here's, I don't the know. Other, but here's the other thing is like when I said, so how do you determine? I said it to Randy. How do you determine the price? And he goes, he goes, oh, well, we look at uh, what they're selling for currently. And I go, right. But I mean, do you have a database? And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, no, they go. Well, like, are, are you looking stuff. on your on like Guitar Center used and going off of that price? Or are you looking on like anything and everything used like eBay and everywhere? And he goes, he goes, mostly eBay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, eBay. OK. Yeah. But like that means it's like. I, that just seems so. I don't know. It seems yeah, kind of think arbitrary. You think they would have a little more like expertise or more information that they could use right i mean I, I mean obviously there's not some catalog that they can pull out and thumb through and say oh well here's the value uh because it's the the market is the market right they they mm -hmm. want to they want to make money on it so they can't they can't do use some formula off of the retail price because some things suck and nobody wants them and some things are super popular and everybody yeah. wants them. So it really, it does have to be, what are they selling for used? And like eBay's the biggest. But you'd think that they would like, like something that they know they could sell quickly. They might give you more for it than something that's going to sit there forever. And I don't know, but it seems like right. the thing I've always heard and, and seen online is like, you pretty much just get 60% of whatever it's selling for used. Basically. Yeah. Like they'll give you like sixty about sixty percent of what the normal use price is, and then they'll sell it for like ten percent more than that than the yeah, normal use they'll price. Yeah, like list it for that, and then you can probably haggle them a little bit. Yeah, probably. right. But like, but why? But it, it it's kind of like when you look on Reverb and you see like, oh, this pedal, it, the estimated value of this pedal is, and there's a window, right? It's between mm -hmm. this and this, and. Sometimes I look at like the the lowest end of the the price and I'm like no freaking way. Like that that was a panic sell. That was somebody going, "Crap, I I need $150." And and you know what I'm saying? Like there's some pedals it's like yeah. No. So if it's like the most recent sale of this item was, I'm sure they look at a bunch of sales and just see like the general, you know, about what it's going for. Maybe, but don't you think there are some like guitars and and gear things that like never sell like never come up for a sale yeah but it's also like their job is not to give you a good deal <laughs> yeah 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 you know what right. i mean like they're Ultimately, it's not like that's... it's not like dealing yeah. with like a person where like you, where you want both ends to get the the best deal possible it's like they want to they only want it if they can sell it mm -hmm. and they only yeah. want to sell it if they can turn a profit on it and they only have 90 days to do that. Like once those 90 days are up, then they're just losing money. Exactly. Business 101, Phil. Mm. That's due that's diligence business 101. 101. Yeah, that's you got to do the diligence, man. That's business 101, 101. <coughs> I thought that's... business 101 was supply and demand. No, <laughs> no, it's all about retail space, floor space. Hmm. And inventory time. Yes. So are you saying I should look around? I should. So I did should you sell that guitar center. yet? <laughs> that Ibanez? Yeah. Yes. No. Are you going to burn it? Can we burn it? Oh, why were you talking about? Why were you talking about your total profit on that flip then? That was, that was the was other one. Flip. The, oh, that so was the, the Jaguar. Yeah. So the, the Jag I got the Jag and the, I refuse to say Moog because they put Fugger. So it's, it's Mooger Fugger. No, it's Moger Fugger. Moger Fugger doesn't sound right. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Are you sure it's Moger Fugger? What else would it be? Okay, fine. It's not Moger Fugger. Right. Moger, maybe, it's, maybe it's pronounced mug. Mugger, fugger. I yeah. like that. Like that's what they're going for, right? Right. That is what exactly. That is what they're going for. Yeah. Maybe um, all of us are pronouncing it wrong, and we've been fighting over moog or mog, and it's mug. Mug. Maybe mug. it's mug. Yeah. 
Mug. Mug. <laughs> so it was the uh, that pedal with an expression thing and uh, the Jag. And the Crush. And the Crush, yes. So those three I sold uh, 12 days after buying them. The guitar sold like in like four or five days. And then, uh, and that was the one that we talked about before where I was like, that means I, <laughs> that means I put it too low of a price. If, yeah, if it had 12 people watching it and then somebody bought without trying to bargain with me. Yeah. That means I, that means I asked too little, but then the, uh, I sold the, the pedal and the amp, <clears throat> um, and uh, so I'm making – so definitely under 90 days. Nice. So the profit is actually real then. Yeah. Yes. It's real. So it's how real much did profit, you make, like 100, to... 170 bucks or something? Uh, yes. And then with – like you said, the, uh, if we take out reverb fees, I think mm. it'll be like something like – uh yeah, something like that. That's good. That's like what is it? Like thirty percent? No, like twenty something percent profit. But that's good yeah. for a week. It's not percentage bad. doesn't matter. Just but yeah, the percentage doesn't percentage, percentage doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, it does. what matters is percentage. My work. No. Yeah, what matters does. is how much work I put into it. Yes, but it does matter. Like if you <laughs> if you made a hundred and how much did you make? 120 140 we'll say 150 probably 150 yeah if you made 150 dollars profit on like something that you paid ten thousand dollars for you would not be very happy with that it depends on how long it took you to sell it right Mm-mm. cole's right like, it does i'd i'd be a lot happier you know i've made you know like Aaron, that think last about poll, this. that last that i made 200 bucks on i you know that i bought for 500 and sold for 700 Okay, let me think about this. Would you be happier making $150 on something that you invested $100 in or something that you invested $500 in? Well, that's true. Different. No, you wouldn't. No, Aaron, Aaron. You, yes. When you're thinking about it objectively, you were you wouldn't be, but if you actually bought something for 100 and flipped it for 250, you would be yes. way more happy. But that's because the money is higher. So, here's the thing. No, if it's not I... higher. It's the same amount of money. It's $150. Okay, fine. If but if every it's a higher week, percentage, listen, every week mm-hmm. I take, I take $500. Mm-hmm. I look on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. I buy something with that $500. Mm-hmm. And then I post it on reverb and I sell it for $700. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, let's just say $600. Okay. I make $600 and then I take, and I'm like, yay, hundred dollars. And then I take, my $500 again, the next week I buy something for $500 uh-huh. and I sell it the next week for $600. Uh-huh. And every week I keep taking the same $500 mm-hmm. and buying something for $500 and selling it for $600. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing it every week. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. That is great. So I, so I had, I bought What's a gym. Root. I'm still, I, a, I still, I still think. Thanks, Aaron. I, I bought still, a gym root Telecaster. I still say you'd be happier on a single a sale. Root. Percentage matters. I have the exact scenario that you described. Okay. All right. I, I bought a gym root Tele for a hundred and sold it for two fifty. Uh huh. Wow. I, I bought that white Les Paul for five hundred and sold it uh-huh. for. I think I actually sold it for six fifty. Uh huh. And I was just as happy with both of those sales. I because no, 150. I felt no different between the two because they both took about the same, same amount of time to sell and the same amount of effort. And because you can buy the exact same amount of McDoubles at McDonald's with 150 yeah, as 150. Bucks. I mean, with some reason, if, if you, what if you bought ten- something for $2 and sold it for 152, you would be way more excited about that. Well, yeah. I don't know. It, I guess or what it if, depends. Or, or you invested a million dollars. Actually, wait a minute. I would not. I would not feel good 
if I bought something for $2 and sold it for $150, mm-hmm. I'd actually feel really bad. I'd feel like Why? I stole from that person, the idiot. <laughs> no, because you said to them, you said to them, I'm pretty sure this is worth like 150 And they're like, I know, but I want you to have it for $2. Do not feel bad, they said. said, (laughs) Phil, do not feel bad about this. This is what I want. They said, don't be happy. Don't steal the blessing from me. (laughs) Yes. Don't steal my blessing. Don't you dare. I, I I think your line of thinking is a common fallacy when people flip because they'll spend just as much time selling a pedal that they bought for $25 and sold for $50 because they doubled their money as they would, you know, with a guitar that they bought for 300 and sold for 600. Cause it's a percentage. Like, yes, if you take it to the absolute extreme there, they both factor in, but I think the actual money that you make is a much bigger factor than the percentage. But that was, that was not a simple sale though, by the way. I mean, the Jaguar was, but, the amp you had to like go to Guitar Center and then you went somewhere else and sold it. Yeah. No, I mean, and it was like things well, that you bought separately and sold them separately and had to ship a guitar. Well, okay. I'm, yes, I'm shipping. I'm, they're shipping to three. But I think, people. I guess you're right. Like it is more about the amount of work and effort than and time investment. Yeah. Of money. You said, you said sales 101. You said business 101 is, is that 90 days. Yeah. And I think it has more to do with like, I could, and this probably... was your second lesson, and you just passed business one hundred two. <laughs> Good job, guys! You passed the test. You passed the test. I I could probably <laughs> sit on that uh, um, Mauger Fauger mm-hmm. and leave it at like three ninety, and you know, it mm-hmm. and have it sell, and just keep saying nope. I'm only taking 390. Nope, I'm only taking 390. Comes with expression pedal, only taking 390. And then someday it will sell because somebody's like, oh, cool. It comes with an expression pedal. Awesome. But uh, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep this uh, this train moving. So I'm Heck yeah, I'm so like I'm not I'm not waiting for 390, and uh, I'm moving forward because it, the time matters, right? Yeah, because I, I mean, don't want these sitting sitting it on can my. Matter. Uh, if it matters to you, it matters, you know. Clogging up my inventory. <laughs> like I've had stuff that I wasn't in a hurry at all to sell just because I knew it was niche enough that it wouldn't get a ton mm. of hits, you know. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of stuff. It's like I don't know if there's a guy standing in front of me with X amount of cash. I'll take that over like a potential sale that's, you know, 20 bucks more or whatever. Yeah. A sale in the hand is better than two in the bush. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What are well, we talking was, about again? That wasn't a sale in the bush. He just left the things there. It was, there a, gift, no money. Gift, it was, was a gift. It was a bush. gift in the bush. A sale right. in the hand is worth a gift in the bush. There you go. That's, <laughs> business that the, one of, that's business 103 right there. Yeah. Is that the episode title? Phil, you can't keep saying episode title. Why not? We, <laughs> we, no we always forget. There's no surprise. There's no surprise. <laughs> they, they see the episode title before they hear us talking about it. We can uh, say it all we want. That reminds me on, on interview shows when they always like wait to, in, to introduce the guest. Like on Jordan Jesse Go and Comedy Bang Bang are both like that, and it's like, why do they make it a secret? Like you downloaded the episode, and you can see who the guest is. <laughs> Their name is on it. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, I gotta go. Just joke, people. We take everything so seriously. Sinusoid. <laughs> All your sinus needs. Well, good luck with that, and... Agnes, Phil. <laughs> Thanks. I should buy. I, I need two percent profit on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Guys, we didn't get to any of the questions that people asked us, but that's okay. They were bad questions. They did mention Phil, though, like you, you getting injured, like the rest. Well, I didn't. I didn't get injured. I just had surgery. Oh yeah. 
but but yeah, maybe you avoided it by not the doing rule of rule of three. Yeah, mm. avoided it by not. You better watch out. No, but it might be like a Final Destination kind of thing where it's coming for you. You dodged it once, but now it's after you. Now death is chasing me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm get my snipers on it. Maybe it was when your <laughs> maybe maybe it was when your hood flipped up and you went Tommy boy. Yeah, maybe you mm-hmm. were first, but you didn't die. No, no, you're you're that dude. It's been coming after you for so long. Your motorcycle accident was before that. Yeah, it was. It was like the day before or something. <laughs> and you know, like Phil wouldn't admit this, but you know, he was like, "Damn it, I would have got so much more sympathy for this if it wasn't for That's funny. <laughs> Right, Phil? I did feel bad. I was like, I feel like I don't think I should even talk about it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you we're can't not sure if Aaron's you know? okay. Yeah, like someone gets diagnosed with cancer and you're like, well, I got like, I have a sinus infection. So, <laughs> I have to take antibiotics. Sinusoid infection. Sinusoid infection. I got a sinusoid infection. They need to, they need to have a marketing campaign called the sinusoid infection where they sort of. And then it'll go viral. Ooh. Hey guys, I really have to go. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna end the episode right there because that was such an amazing uh, turn of phrase that I came up with there. <laughs> uh, thanks for <laughs> Thanks for friendship, Aaron. Thanks for friendship. Thanks Cole. for 